Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke, and yes, it is Prediction Friday. Remember, we are now in the summer schedule of the show, uh, which just means I'm only doing one show a week. That show is Friday, this beautiful day. Uh, Unfortunately, there's not a lot to pick from today. It's just the six-pack of games in Major League Baseball and the USFL title and the NASCAR stuff and the NASCAR picks for Road America. So as far as picks, there's only really three. Um, And then I'm going to spend the rest of the show giving you my thoughts on UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten and let's just say it's not going to be pretty. So let's go ahead, you know, at least my hot takes. It's not going to be very pretty at all. In fact, if I'm an alum of either school, you might not want to watch this episode. Or if you agree, just press the like button on the rumbles if you're watching. Or just like the episode in general if you're listening on audio. But let's go ahead and get these picks out of the way first. Let's start with Major League Baseball, give you the six packs for the weekend, six pack of games for the weekend, and then I'll do the USFL and uh, NASCAR picks to wrap up the pick part of the show. But I need my phone to cooperate first. And it's not, of course, the one time I actually need this to go, it goes really slow. Hold on, let me... Ah, see, that's why. Let me... Come on. Oh. You always got to make sure your Wi-Fi's still working. All right, I'll turn it off for a second. Go ahead and do the picks now. If it'll cooperate. There we go. So remember, it is Friday, so I give you six series to watch for the weekend. Uh, Yankees, Guardians, of course, that's series number one right now. Game number one is in, a, is in a delay, but that whole series, of course, is on the list. Other five include the Braves and the Reds, the Mets and the Rangers, that's series number three. Series number four, Angels and Astros, series number five, Twins and Orioles, and series number six, the Padres and the Dodgers. So yes, I know this is going to be a little random for your 4th of July weekend, but for the six series to watch, you got Yankees, Guardians, uh, yeah, I'll switch some of these. Yankees, Guardians, game number one, or series number one, Cardinals, Cardinals, Phillies, series number two, uh, Rangers Mets series number three, series number four Angels Astros, series number five Padres and D-backs, and series number six, the White Sox and the Giants. So that's your six. But since the Fourth of July is on a Monday, I'm gonna go ahead and give you the picks for that too. You know what? I'll throw in one extra series. Let's go to July Fourth on a Monday since I'll be off, and most of these will be day games. I'm gonna go ahead and do uh. Before the July picks, just to throw it in. Uh, so, if you're going to watch baseball on uh, Monday for America's holiday, let's go ahead and give the picks out there. Uh, let's go through the list. Rays, Red Sox, series number one. Royals, Astros, series number two. Cubs, Brewers, series number three. 
Mets and the Reds, series number four and series number five for the 4th of July, Twins and White Sox. So again, for the six series this weekend, let me repeat one more time. Yankees, Guardians, yeah, Yankees, Guardians, Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals, Phillies, Mets, Rangers, Angels, Astros, and the White Sox and the Giants. So that's this weekend stuff. And then for the 4th of July, I'll give you the picks for those. Again, so for the 4th of July games, Rays, Red Sox, Astros, Royals, Cubs, Brewers, the Mets and the Reds, and the Mariners and the Padres. Those are your games to watch for Monday. So for my baseball fans, enjoy your weekend and the 4th of July, and I'll see you guys on Friday. I mean, I'm not going to dive too deep into too much of what happened yesterday. It's just the humdrum. We're now into phase two of the all-star ballot voting. I'll, I'm not going to get into who got snubbed or not. I mean, the fact that you only have three Yankees that actually made it to the, you know, Aaron Judge at least is on or in the AL starting lineup for the All-Star game. But you're down to Trevino and Stanton for the other positions. You know, Trevino for a catcher. And it's down to him and Alejandro Kirk for that position in the All-Star game. And then you have uh, Stanton trying to fight with Trout and Springer for the other two spots. But, you know... I'll let you know who got snubbed. I mean, I'll let you know the Yankees got snubbed. But to me, it's just an exhibition game. If you're if you're pissed that a player that a favorite player of yours is not on the All Star team, or at least not into Phase Two, and might not even make it as a starter in the All Star game for either league, for that matter, then whatever. It's just the All Star game. But that is my take on that. As far as the USFL goes, you got I'm going to go with Birmingham to win it over Philadelphia. Again, I'm taking Birmingham over Philadelphia to wrap up the first season of the USFL. And Birmingham, which was the hub city for it all, the team will win it all. The host team will win it all. I'm going to go with Birmingham over Philly. And then in NASCAR... Road America, I'm going to ride the Chase Elliott train. I should have done it at Nashville, but eh. But I'm going to go on a road course. Hopefully this time I can get a third one. Hopefully this time. The king of the road courses, again, looking to break a tie with Tony Stewart for most road course wins of all time. I do think he can. He did win there last year. Um... Otherwise, there's not much to Road America, but that's who I'm going with. If you want a backup driver or backup choice, go with Daniel Suarez. He's the most recent road course winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. And I think he, because Trackhouse has figured out that car faster than really even the big four. So you give that dude a talent you know, you give that dude his talent and you give him a good race car, he'll find a way to win. So for the official pick, I'll go with Chase Elliott. But if he does wreck or doesn't even come close to with the chance to win, 
then go with Daniel Suarez as your backup choice. So those are the picks for today. With that, I'm not going to log off yet because <laughs> what is there left? Well, 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 if you've been hiding under a rock for really two days, I wouldn't say a whole week. You know, I'm, I'm not going to bug into the NBA stuff, although you NBA fans will probably, you probably have heard enough about the mess up in, up in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant, now Kyrie wants out. Kevin wants out. James Harden has declined his player option in Philly. Just insanity with the NBA free agency, but I don't think any of those players really are going to mean much to their new teams or even to their old teams if they got the Supermax. So that's why I haven't touched that. But my big topic for this show is if you've been under a rock, and you're a college football fan living out here in the left coast, the west coast, the best coast, and in the beautiful state of California, although you might not want to stand out near a hobo. And But USC and UCLA officially have declared that they're going to join the Big Ten starting in 2024. So for all of us Pac-12 fans, you know, west coast fans we get to see the Bruins and the Trojans play in the Pac-12 for two more years personally this is a pure money grab for both schools I understand why the Big Ten is all for it which by the way they did approve that uh, they did approve that either last night or early this morning but I understand why the Big Ten wants it it improves their geographical footprint they now have a school in every time zone of the United States. However, and for the Big Ten, you now get the L.A. market. However, why would you do it if you're USC and UCLA? You're already a big brand. USC, especially in football, because let's be honest, that's what this move is for. It's for football. That's why when I'm looking at UCLA and going, look, when I'm looking at both these schools, actually, I, I just, it does not make sense at all, other than it's a pure money grab for both schools, but both schools are rich. USC is a private institution that takes in a shit ton of money, and you think going to the Big Ten is going to be better for your footprint and your brand? Let's be real. Okay, if you end up in the Big Ten, which, by the way, all these Power Five conferences will have gotten rid of divisions. So, okay, you're probably going to end up playing Michigan and Ohio State every year. If not every year, you're going to play them every other year. You're going to get your ass kicked. That goes for both schools. You're going to, you are getting the same rant I gave to Texas and OU fans. Your teams are going to get their ass whooped. I don't care what sport it is, but you're going to get it. I just don't understand why. I really don't. I don't know what's good. You know, yeah, you could see the dollar signs in your eyes. But eventually, when you get blown out by Ohio State 42 to 20, are you going to look at it and be like, damn, you know what? I'm so glad I made that money. 
I'm so glad I got another $30 million or $40 million out of a TV deal. <laughs> My point is with the USC-UCLA thing heading to the Big Ten, I understand why the Big Ten would want it. I definitely do not understand why USC and UCLA do. But I understand why the Big Ten's okay with it. I think it's... I mean, we're headed towards a super conference. They might as well... They might as well just rename these conferences because you're not the Big Ten anymore, especially once you add USC and UCLA in two more years. It's going to be 16 teams. So you're going to have this SESEC, which in my opinion is the Super Southeastern Conference, not the SEC. It's the SSEC. Then you have the big whatever it'll be because it ain't, it ain't 10 anymore. And then you're going to have all these West Coast schools that aren't USC and UCLA reforming it back to the Big Ten or Pac-10 without your Southern California base. Eh. I mean, with this move, it dang near will destroy the Pac-12 as it is. USC heading into this year, do I think they'll win the conference? No, I don't think UCLA will either. I think Oregon might win that conference again. It'll come down to Oregon and Utah again anyway. I know I'm on a bunch of tangents here, but this really just stems from it just does not make sense. I've been trying to listen all day different opinions from Crane and Company to speak for yourself. I'm trying to see how this move makes sense other than the financial one. There is no other reason for USC and UCLA to go for the Big Ten other than to get more money when you're already the highest, actually probably one of the most wealthiest schools in the country. I, I just don't get that move at all. Now, again, from the Big Ten's perspective, okay, it's a, it's a nice move. You now have a school in every time zone, except for the mountains, but yeah, except for the mountain time. You know, and that might be next. I think Utah will be the next one to go. Watch. If there's going to be a break of the Pac-12, or if it's going to be a breakdown of the Pac-12 now that USC and UCLA have left, watch. The next domino to fall, and you can count my word for this. The next domino to fall in the college realignment thing, and I'm pretty sure it's going to expand the Big 12 a little bit. Or actually, no, the Big 12 got its expansion with UCF and Houston and SMU. It's got its expansion, so the Big 12 doesn't need it anymore. But watch. Utah will be the next team to bolt, and they're going to go either back to the Mountain West to bolt that back up, or they're going to go to the ACC. Watch. Or, here's the, I mean, here's the other options. Now, you know, now that USC and UCLA have left, that's a big hole in the California market for the Pac-12. If I'm the Pac-12, I go get the San Diego State Aztecs, have them buy out of their contract at the Mountain West, and become and put that San Diego market in the national spotlight where it belongs. So that's the other one if you're the Pac-12. Go get San Diego State, but the next domino to fall will be Utah. Watch. Either Utah or Colorado. Colorado might go back to the Big 12. 
if that happens. And then Utah, Utah will be the next team to go into the Big Ten. Because either way, one of those conferences, either the ACC, the Big Ten, or the SEC, is going to try and be the, the other conference that's going to have a team in every time zone, like the Big Ten now officially has. But I know I'm, I'm rambling at this point, but it just, the USC and UCLA thing, it just doesn't make sense. Oklahoma and Texas didn't make sense, but thankfully they're going to get their ass kicked by Alabama and Georgia. This USC-UCLA thing, not only will their teams get their ass whooped, but I just don't see the benefit in... I don't see the benefit in having those teams go play Ohio State or Michigan every other year. I just don't... Okay, it'll expand your recruiting base. Whoopie-doodle-doo. You guys do that anyway. That's what those new... That's what these neutral site early season games are for. So if you want to come at me with the recruiting argument and exposure, uh, by the way, if you have Ohio State or Michigan have to come out to L.A. to play a game, guess what time the game will be on? I live out here. Guess what time the game will be on? Five o'clock. It won't be on at noon. Like they want it to be. It ain't going to be on at noon. It won't be on at 3. You're going to put it on at 5 o'clock on either Fox or ABC. So for those people who say, well, they need to, they're need they doing this to give the West Coast more exposure because, you know, the East Coast people don't even stay up late for West Coast stuff. You're not going to anyway. You never did. And you really think USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten is going to help? Seriously. You really think so? I mean, I, I want you guys to ponder that for, you know, just these next two years during this little transition period. So if you're an alum of either school, I want you to look at that and go, seriously? What is the benefit other than the financials? Because that's all I really see with this. For all the people with exposures, just schedule better games. And this does affect the other sports, don't get me wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, because, or maybe I'm just hyped up because this is a little close to home and kind of, I'm a purist in the sense, but I'm a traditionalist in the fact that each region of the country has their own conference and now... With all this realignment and now all these super conferences, it pretty much destroys everything. But, come on. what In what world does this make sense? In what world at all? That's where I'm going to leave you with tonight. And with that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. I'll see you guys next Friday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, plus Samsung Music. 
Uh, you can watch this show on Rumble. Just search for my username, ADGerke, rumble.com slash ADGerke. That's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Go to rumble.com, create your account, go to ADGerke, um, click subscribe. You'll have all 300, I believe this is episode 394 of the podcast. So you got 394 episodes. Click subscribe. Uh, this is probably the most hotly hot takeish debate, hot takeish type show I've done in a long time. But that's honestly what this one week, one show a week allows me to do. This one week, uh, one show a week format allows me to do during the summertime. So I hope you guys enjoy this a little more often. But anyway, if you want to follow this show on social media you can either do it on facebook by searching for the austin's audit podcast you can either do it on instagram by either following me directly at austi spamanti that's a-u-s-t-i-s-p-a-m-a-n-t-i or you can search for the show's hashtag which is hashtag the austin's audit podcast or if you want post episode interaction and trust me with this little rant i went on with usc and ucla maybe there will be today on twitter uh Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Anyway, so just to remind you guys, for the rest of this summer, it is only one episode a week with a couple of exceptions, being the post-All-Star break uh, mulligans for, all, uh, for the baseball season and the season preview in the... NFL. So those are the only two exceptions, but those will be pre-recorded and released at certain times. The baseball one will be released on July 20th and or it'll be released on the 21st of July. So 2 days after the All-Star game, I'll be recording it on Monday and then the season preview I'll do after each team has done at least the first 3 done all the uh, preseason games. So that is the plan again for the rest of the summer. Only one show a week with a couple of exceptions. But with that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys next Friday.